So welcome back from the break. I'm well rested this time. Great. Yeah? We have a guest today. Uh, pronouns uh, for the audience? Um, he, she, they, non-binary, so it's like anything goes. I love that song from Lady Gaga. Oh, I, I thought you were going to mention the musical. I was more excited for that. No, I'm not that cultured. Um, oh. <laughs> I only know the true LG5, which was... The girl from Thoroughly Modern, Millie, is very upset right now. I'm sorry. Forget her name. That's true. The it's level. fine. We all need to hydrate. Far <laughs> too much. It is okay. Um, oh, I just finished that season. Season four? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about season four of uh, Ruth Paul Charles's Drag Race. Oh, the fracking? Mm-hmm. Oh, the fracking. I, I find that inexcusable. Like, how do we feel? I'm like, I don't care about season four anymore. I want to talk about RuPaul fracking. I mean, the fact is that RuPaul has not been vocal about anything. The last time she posted was March 19th, and it was a promotion for an album. So, of course. I understand she has a lot to oversee at the fracking factory. But she's not in a place where she can afford to not say anything. That's true. That's true. That being said, I I did have a song analysis I wanted to share with everyone. Yes, please. Um, Where RuPaul fails to um, really tap into the real source material. I think Dula Peep was ahead of the girls when she came out with physical. Because if you really look... At the chorus itself, I just think it's anarchist rights. Can you elaborate? I would love to elaborate. Um, it opens with "All night, I'll riot with you." Uh, oh. oh wow! And I'm, I mean, okay. we're not she re- said all night. We're not reinventing the wheel here, but have we not been paying more attention to these lyrics? I know you got my back, and I know you got you good allyship. True, solidarity. So come on, come okay. on, let's get physical, because that's what we're doing. That's what we've come to these times. Yeah, we're here to destroy the family, and frankly, like, I'm there for it. Lights out, follow the noise, baby, keep on dancing like you ain't got a choice. Well, that's true. We have no choice but to fight and protest. Effectively, that is a fact. Speaking of, like, <laughs> dancing like you ain't got a choice, like, can we address the Chromatica elephant in the room? <gasps> Okay. Not before we finish this analysis. Though. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm very with, into the analysis. I pulled up the lyrics. It finishes with, come on, so come on, come on, let's get physical. That's, that's, it is a call to arms. It is the, True. it is the internationale of its time. <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. She said, stand up, all victims of oppression. So it's good because now we know that the people we can keep um, are Brittany and Dupalipa. Mm-hmm. that's that's it that was my it, it, it's about the working class revolt and it took me three and a half months to enjoy the song but i think now it's okay i love it okay i, I need to give it an actual listen because the lyrics seem credible but hey speaking of future nostalgia happy pride month oh, my God. oh yes it, it's <laughs> not, 
That is going to go down in history as one of the best podcast transitions of all time. It only took me 18 days to remember that it's pride. <laughs> but I knew it was pride because two weekends ago, I, I got my first hate crime. Oh. Um, I was walking down, I was crossing the street and I was wearing short shorts and some person driving through the intersection just yelled faggot, which is not even the worst of it. Um, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's, it was the first one of the season, so summer officially began. And that's always a fun, Ooh, fun reminder. When you Can I ask up, where? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was in the North York area, and I wasn't wearing a thought fit, but like, sun's out, thighs out. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, respect. Respect for my troops. Has it happened? Getting my fags. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. yeah. When when I say support the troops, I'm talking about the gay ones only. Yeah. Yeah. And the trans ones, obviously. Have y'all been harassed this season yet? Mama, I'm in Montreal. There's harassment everywhere. <laughs> if it's not from the orange men, then it's from, like, just regular misogynists here. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Well, yes. What's, what's the, like, diff- did you notice anything happen when you went from Toronto to Montreal in terms of, like, what happens when you present more femme or envy? Um, I feel like the way they treat women here, like, they're very, very flirtatious, but, like, Every time I get clocked for, like, my Adam's apple or, you know, just, like, I don't know, uh, not being femme enough, like, they get very hostile. Because, like, it's not that it didn't happen a lot in Toronto. It's just that I, I feel like they're more forward here with, like, how they approach you. Like, I remember, like, just uh, getting off of my station at work and this guy was just like, oh, what type of woman are you? And I was just like, Asian. And then he just, like, sensed like uh the deepness of my voice and he was just like so taken aback and he just like started swearing in french uh, whoa mm-hmm. like gross yeah very uncomfortable <laughs> and also it had to happen in french which just sounds that much more assaulting <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like the 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 180 is the most jarring part of it because like they're so on board they're like oh i'm gonna get this pussy and it's like all of a sudden it's bussy and they're (laughs) like up in arms and ready to attack and it's like it could be the same type of pleasure you just never know and that's what's sort of upsetting about it sometimes that's like because it's I, i imagine that like does it ever feel like almost violent violent yeah um yeah yeah in a way um but it's like not physical like it's just like I feel like you have to play the cards right because like it's a mind game like how do I defuse and like de-escalate the situation uh just so I can like make a safe exit without like that's, I don't know getting chased that's so sad too because it, like you literally did nothing other than exist in the moment you know <laughs> that's the thing that's so frustrating it's like I'm just I l- am just trying to get to work. Like, yeah, I'm not even here to, to like, look life. pussy. You're trying to live your life, and now all of a sudden, because of someone's own, like, sensitivities, you're in this 
position that you really shouldn't have to be in where you mm-hmm. have to diffuse a situation you didn't even create yeah yeah and it's like a tough thing to like even bring up sometimes and like I just have to shake it off because I feel like um in in like some context it's because like somebody finds me attractive it's just that they're like I don't know homophobic or transphobic or both um so it almost seems like like a double-edged sword yeah yeah it's a very tense situation to be in that doesn't need to happen like on the reg and like one time I was on this on the streetcar drinking bubble tea and I guess I maybe looked gay but some guy commented on like the fact that I was drinking bubble tea and I guess in his mind that was a gay thing because of the like tapioca pearls and it was like, like and I and I, I wanted him to have a good I wanted him to harass me and harass me good but that was such a bad reach I was offended he didn't try harder because he said it on his way out like they never say it to you to your face no um it's always like while they're retreating and I was like, sir, everybody drinks bubble tea. How insecure do you have to be that, like, the idea that of tapioca balls in your mouth is gay? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> such bad homophobia. Yeah, straight men can't have Maltesers. Like, it's, it's illegal. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best movie snack, though. Can we agree? S-tier movie snack. No, that center freaks me out. Weird texture on my teeth. Okay, interesting. I'm learning a lot about you today. And they remind <laughs> me of the I'm a classic popcorn girl. Like, um, but I was trash, like, in grade six, where I would get the nachos and, like, actually eat that. Oh, I ate it in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. <laughs> Oh my god. A bag of popcorn with like some M&M's tossed inside and then a side of oh, is true opulence. Was I the only <gasps> one eating like caramel corn? I would do that when I would go by myself so I could feel cunty. Oh, okay. Mm, I don't like caramel corn. What? It, how do you feel about cheesy popcorn? Like in cheese? Oh, popcorn? I'm a slut for that. I'm a slut for like movie theater cheese, like the yellow goop. Like it's yeah. so bad. Oh, like, the yellow goop. Let's talk about yeah. the yellow goop. Did y'all ever um, The president of the United States recently <laughs> has <laughs> a lot of statements. Um, more recently. That's not the yellow goop I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Did y'all ever take a burger into the movie theater? (laughs) (laughs) In your, like, were you hiding a burger that you're taking into the movies, you pussy? Like, did did your sink have a burger hanging inside of it? No. Okay, wow, the one thing Bramson did well then. (laughs) (laughs) My god. Wow. The opulence? Yeah, no wonder you have such, like, high standards for, like, movie theater. I'm probably not even just like Brampton. I'm probably misconstruing it, but um no like but the fun part is oh the last time the last time I went to the movie theater was like the week before was literally March 13th. I remember it so well three days before COVID shut down. Wow my coworker in the theater and we got tickets from our boss and we took in 
wine and we got hammered watching the Sonic movie. <gasps> oh my God, I love that. That's the last movie I saw. We, yeah, we were the only people in the theater and it was great. Before that, I got hammered at the theater watching The Invisible Man. Worst movie. Yes. Very bad. Oh, really? Like the premise is like, what if there was a person, but they weren't there? Like, <laughs> that is a movie premise to me is just so wild. At one point, the girl that's escaping, like, runs away. And she's like, as she's running away, she's taking out her phone. She calls an Uber. 20 seconds later, the Uber shows up. Imagine, and, and, that's, I, and that's when I meant, that's when I had to clock out. You don't have an Uber driver waiting inside your house to accept your Uber ride at a moment's notice? No one does. Okay. <laughs> I think, no, I've never snuck in anything. Uh, but I do remember Hannah sneaking me in a lot, like, when we were in elementary school to see movies. She would do that, like, trick where she would get, like, a ripped up ticket and just be like, oh, my friend was just in the bathroom or whatever, and that's how I would get into movies. That's genius. That's crazy. It works that often? I mean, I I don't know. I guess for Cambridge, because, like, we didn't have a lot going on, and I'm sure, like, whoever was working the booth was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) What's it matter? Yeah. (laughs) I bet there's people out there who've, like, never paid for a movie. They exist. And I see you. And I salute you. Yeah, yeah, honestly, finesse the system somehow. Are <laughs> we ready to talk about the yellow goop? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yellow goop, yes, please. So recently, Donald Trump has been, like, I'm not, I'm not joking about this, okay. has been telling people to, like, uh, has been using the red triangle as a signal for anti-fascist. Oh, my God. Oh, Christ. I, I think vaguely. It's nuts, right? So Donald Trump has been, like, paying for ads on Facebook and stuff, talking about, um, like, Antifa as, like, a terrorist organization, and it's, like, stand with the president against these mobs of Antifa, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, and, like, the posts have, like, pictures of, like, a red triangle with a black border, where, like, if you didn't know that, like, the red triangle was typically put on prisoners of war in Nazi, Nazi country, not prisoners of war, political prisoners in Nazi concentration camps, so socialist, yeah. anarchists, like anybody the Nazis disagreed with. <laughs> so in, in terms of like where on the fascist spectrum like we are now, if you wanted to know, uh-huh. that's fair. So Trump is double negating, double negativing the public into yeah, he's like, being I'm, pro-fascism. I'm, a- I'm anti-Antifa. He's a, he's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Y'all that did is it. depressing. Oh my God. It's like how I got an email from my counselor today being like, I'm anti anti racist. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. He obviously didn't say it in those words, but he said, I will not defund the police. And if you don't want to defund the police, you're racist. I don't know what to tell you. That's true. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, did y'all hear, like, Jagmeet got kicked out of the House of Commons during a meeting? Yes, for calling out okay. racism, and the racist wasn't called out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things make sense. Yep. Yep. It's, yeah. I mean, it's the same argument that, like, the Trump administration is putting forward. It's just about racism instead. The dude is like, 
Jagmeet's being like, dude, you're being racist for not supporting this anti-racist policy. <laughs> and the guy's going, well, I'm, I'm not racist for being anti-anti-racist. <laughs> like, that makes no fucking sense. It, literally, like, a variation of, but I just want to, like, play devil's advocate. Like, that's literally all I hear. I think, like, uh, I'm really excited for when we start marching for Pride. Because I think that, I mean, you were saying this, that it's going to it's gonna connect to all of the other issues going on. We're going to have, like, an old school Pride this year. Yeah, I just, I Ooh. think, largely, Pride has been corporate. And I think as of late, it's just like you start to see that happen again. And like you see on like a social media, there's people that will start partnering with certain brands for pride, which I think is really inappropriate at this time. Absolutely. Because we're the closest we've been to having a riot for pride instead. I think it's really reductive to try to keep it corporate because there's no room for that if we want to create forward. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't room for it before. There definitely isn't room for it now. No, not in the revolution. That made me mad. Yeah. I don't care about Crest. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they doing? What are they doing? But it's, it's, it's the fun part of being in the age of Aquarius. Oh my God, isn't it ever? Well, wow. Apparently. <laughs> So if you don't know, um, <laughs> roughly 26,000 years, I'm not going to get into the specifics of this. However, um, the Earth is on a rotation around all of the um, zodiacs. And so right now we are pointed facing ass first at Aquarius. Um, wow. And by that I mean face first at Aquarius. Which face to ass or ass to face first? Axis. So... Oh, okay. Um, uh, and which yeah. <laughs> And the age of Aquarius is characterized by revolution, disorder, disruption, etc. And I like nowhere do we see a more clear example of that than now. Yeah, it's been it's a it's a fun time for everyone born of our age. Um, because does that mean we're we're destroying everything that took a while to build up in terms of like how we think it took a while to build up like this world that we have but it's clearly shit so like it's, it's worth getting rid of i would say the way of thinking is literally two thousand years old that's why it's hard to make it fall apart so quick are we like ready for a war i don't know do like do we think that's what's coming N not really but like I don't know, like, given, like, all of the chaos energy, like, we're gonna want something to change, and, like, I don't know how else, I, well, I don't want to, like, result to archaic means and, like, have millions of people die, even though it's, like, already happening, but, like, I, I just, as, as, I don't know, I'm just, I'm so cynical that I just want something to happen already, otherwise, like, I'm going insane. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I I think it's, do you think it's also our privilege peaking, peaking when we say, like, is there going to be war when there really realistically already is? Oh, just God. It's not an art yard. I think. I think that's, like, a very poignant thing to say. Yeah. Like, the, the, yeah. Closest, the closest we're getting to revolutionary is, like, realizing that a riot is a thing that can happen in our city. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's, I think it would take a while for it to tip over into like what an actual war would look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little frustratingly 
frustratingly lazy of us and I and like I and I'm not like I'm I'm definitely include myself in that group when you think about the relationship between law enforcement black people and the state right like yeah then you can clearly see that there is a war going on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just very silent trying to systematically incarcerate or execute black people Mm -hmm. on like it's just out in the open at this point Mm -hmm. and it's been out in the open for a while (laughs) I still think there's a lot of tendrils of society it hasn't mm-hmm. fully touched yet mm-hmm. and I think until sort of like every every part really starts bleeding and we start feeling the strain in other mm-hmm. places I mean this is a class war as much as it is a race war too mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like I they go hand in hand <laughs> class um and race intersect as much as sexuality and race too mm-hmm. So when we talk about like black people being targeted first, it's also poor the poorest black people being targeted first too. Of course. I watched a cool documentary. Took me like two and a half lunch breaks to get through it. Um, <laughs> it was about gay people in the thirties, and the documentary was done in the eighties, and it was about the gay men of the West End in London, mm-hmm. and how largely in the thirties, like. You know, the girls just like kiki, go out, pick up men in the park, have a grand old time. Like, apparently, homosexuality was like, I guess, illegal but not enforced is what I took away. The fascinating part was that, like, men who were gay in that time were kind of like in this conditioned state of believing that they were a different type of being. Mm. Um, Or, they didn't even conceptualize the thought that the fact that you can have sex with men had to be a thing that you put a label on. Right. They didn't, like, a homosexual, like, for lack of a better word, did not exist yet. Mm. Until then, like, Freud and his friends started studying sex from a perspective of normal, abnormal, and then they saw the scientific thing of, like, men and women making sense. Um... Like, and and then they just because they can reproduce essentially i guess and they othered the homosexual to see it as abnormal mm-hmm. which like didn't like super gain some traction until britain got more conservative like going into the, the 50s i guess like mm-hmm. after the wars when there was a bunch of patriotism and there was like um i mean they killed alan turing after the war yeah the, this documentary didn't mention alan turing but it, it just said how like once patriotism got into swing then they started looking at like these men who would have sex with men yeah and then it became criminalized and it's just like amazing how if you don't like put on a sense of otherness for something that doesn't ultimately have to be the be all end all of why you should have rights as a person mm-hmm. like even if like, almost everybody was gay. I don't know, like, you don't even have to quantify it. Like, it doesn't matter if gay people exist, even if you want to be, like, a natalist about it. Yeah. It okay. really does not matter. There's, the human like, population is not at risk. Humans are cockroach rabbit hybrids. They will find a way to make it pop. Severely. Isn't that wild, though, that, like, their perception of the time was, like, this is just, like, how I feel and how it is and like there was no label like I can't wrap my mind around the feeling of like for again for lack of a better term like doing a homosexual act (laughs) and just like 
not even second guessing it or not even being like, Jesus is going to like send me to hell because of this. Cause like, that was like a constant thought. You engage in some sodomy and you carry on with your fucking day. It's not, it's exactly. really Well, to bring it's up like, the, like, um, s- sort of natalist aspect of it that you're talking about. I feel like it's connected to that in the sense that, right. Like, Part of me feels like these terms originated out of a need to like create a difference to begin with, because before yeah. they ex- like terms like gay, homosexual, et cetera, existed. Like, if if people were just carrying on their lives and not really putting a label to this, it means it at, to a certain extent at least means that it was normalized in their head or there wasn't a level of shame attached to it. Actually, it's funny you mentioned normalcy because the the group of young men who were now grown up that this documentary sort of followed they were just a group of gays that hung out together and they referred to themselves as sisters and they would go into the parks to seek out the straight men or like the guardsmen or like whoever um and those were their real men that they would want to have sex with because they were like very mm-hmm. master straight or whatever and the men themselves would ask them like why don't you have sex with your friends and they would say well no i can't like that's that's my sister and i thought that was cute that is really sweet yeah. It's nice to see a, a, a non-sexualized interaction between the gays. Yeah, I agree. I would never sleep with either of you. <laughs> Likewise. God, no. Yeah. Um, but I think it, like, ties into that whole thing of, like, these sort of uh, rigid systems being created to, like, control people's productivity. So if you're if you're not doing a productive act, then we need to label you as someone who is an unproductive person. Therefore, you're gay, for example. And so we know that you don't create babies for the labor force or whatever. And we yeah, as a society yeah. can shame you for that mm-hmm. because now you've identified yourself as gay or or another label of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. The systems that keep us in place, they need someone to piss off and oppress, so they'll eventually just cycle through the different minorities they're aware of. I just, like, these terms were created as a way of trying to, of basically, like, announcing to the world, like, the types of people you like to sleep with, and I feel like that's just so counter, like, productive, because unless you're trying to sleep with me, why are you interested in knowing who I prefer to sleep with? And it's that exactly. everything. Like, logically, that's the only possible angle I could see you coming from if you're like, yo, what's your sexuality? Like, then my first question is immediately, why do you want to know? Are you trying to get in bed with me? Like, mm-hmm. exactly. It's, it's people, like, people are, I would like to understand why a homophobe is afraid of gays. Like, it, 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 I would love to know because I've lived with them for years and I could not understand. A, a certain upbringing, I just feel like, at a certain point. I mean, there's like a multitude of reasons, right? It's not just one. But, like, I don't know. There's, like, circumstances in which, like, that can change. I, like, it's not applicable for everybody, obviously. Like, I, I just, like, think of... Uh, my parents like definitely like flipping the switch on their thoughts on like homosexuality like the moment they found out like I attempted suicide um because like they were hardwired like Catholics uh and like they were like meant to believe that like homosexuality was a sin 
and uh, that like there was something wrong with me, but like, um, I mean, you can obviously cross it out as like, oh, they're parents, so they were just like worried about me, so they're like, we have to change, but I wish there was like a more, there was like a less drastic way to teach that uh, sort of um, don't be afraid of like homosexuals and like understand it for the sake of like seeing somebody else just as like a human Mm -hmm. pretty much because like that's essentially what they had to do they had to like point blank period be like this is my child and like I love them and like I guess the big hurdle is like how do you get another person to like care for another life especially when they see them as like completely different and if they were raised to believe uh, that they are lesser so I guess it's like ego related and superiority complex related to an extent a hundred percent yeah it's it's yeah like it's it's I think it's a little bit unfair for them to have to see you like at a very low point like the lowest to kind of make that turn around but oh for it, sure for sure <laughs> it's 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 a testament to the turnaround time and it's unfortunate how much it varies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But your mom is now one of the coolest people. She's very funny. She's lovely. Yeah, like they Tina turned it out. Like they're so much better now. <laughs> she went from disappointed Mary to proud Mary. <laughs> When you told me that one time she bought you a dress hat maintenance because she, like, wanted you to, like, at least look nice if you're going to wear a dress. I, like, I think about that moment every once in a while, and it always makes me laugh. I could cry right now. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, you were over, like, and, like, when, like, my parents were dropping off food, and they were, like, and I think you were waiting for it, and, like, my mom was, like, oh, try this dress on. Like, I just hate that you're wearing, like, thrifted stuff all the time. <laughs> and... That's such a mom thing. And, like, you know, I guess that's, like, a, a good way to, like, see hope. Um, but, like, in regards to, like, the state of the world, like, how are you folks, like, coping? <laughs> like, genuine question, because, like, oh if this is the age of Aquarius, like, I don't know, like, it, it, should I be thriving because I'm an Aquarius? Or, like, am I... Um, like, am I just going to be thrown all over the place emotionally? Because it is... It's like, it's a very nervous, tense time. I mean, I cannot tell you how many ounces I've smoked through. And also you're asking us how we're coping. And this is our sixth recording of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's true. That, That's true. That being said, I think I want to address what you said. Because I, I think it's important to um, talk about your uh, state as an Aquarius in the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Um, because... We can hearken it back to like too much of one, uh, too much of a good thing is still bad for you. Like the idea that you can bask in the sun for hours and hours, days on end, and you're going to get skin cancer at the end. Yeah. You're going to come out looking like leather. This idea that like we're in the age of Aquarius, it's the time of the Aquarius. I'm sorry, sweetie. Like I... Just be careful how often and how much you bask in the sun, lest you get melanoma, is all I'm saying. Oh, Lord, seminal work. (laughs) (laughs) If the album was called Melanoma, I'd shit. Catch me going outside, no SPF. (laughs) Track one.
Can I tell y'all about an interesting interaction I had on Grinder? Yes, please. Okay. So in my bio, I have my gender as a cis man and my pronouns as he, they. Because mm-hmm. I think it's the most quickly and quick and efficient way to let you know that, sure, what you see is kind of what you're getting, but it's a little bit produced, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone said that a cis man can't, like, someone messaged me to say that a cis man can't, like, doesn't use they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. And it, Reductive. Like, that's what I yeah. said. And it ended up actually turning into, like, a really good conversation in the end. Like, oh, that's oh, Yeah, a little. We had, like, rare. Yeah, okay. we had a good, like, little discussion. Um, just because, yeah, like, it's a little, the, the only reason I did it is because, like, I could walk into a room, and if, like, I'm... How many people are in this room? 99, so I have to move <laughs> okay. um, And if, like, you know, all's well and average, then I think people wouldn't really figure out that I'm, you know, one of the gays until I open my mouth. So there's this, like, level of, like queerness that's in between where like I can kind of like like if I had to get away with being straight because like the police was gonna take me in for being gay I could probably pass it off mm-hmm. but like it's the same reason like we'll get like all either three of us will get you know comments made or slurs thrown because there's like that thing that kind of tips people off about the difference absolutely it's hard to be a little bit visibly faggy. Ugh. That's like a memoir title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. VF, visibly faggy. My life as a fag presenting. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the worst it could be. <laughs> I was on the streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> That's another memoir title. I was on the streetcar. Don't you hate the Ezra Miller effect? Oh my god. Explain. Well, like, a conventionally attractive, like, assumingly cis-passing person puts on makeup and an earring and suddenly they're a trans icon. Oh, yeah. Or a non-binary icon. True. Because then when we do it, we get hate crimes. I, like, I mean, I, I enjoyed the performance, but, like, Tom Holland did it, too. To an extent. Oh, and that lip syncing thing? Yeah. yeah. Why are straight people lip syncing? <laughs> like, no. I offense. just wanted to feel included. They were like, there's no drag race for us, but like, at least they were reasonable enough to okay. just like make their own show. <laughs> they can go karaokeing in their basements. It's fine. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how do y'all think one can spot a Russian spy? Because I don't know who to send um, hate mail to anymore. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, again, David loves the flag. Like, that's a Russian bot okay. on Twitter. Okay. And it's like a Confederate flag icon. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Although, I will say, like, it could be a Russian bot, but send it. Like, send it to the Russian bot anyway. Because there's a chance it's actually David, and there's a chance that David does, in fact, love the Confederate flag. Okay. And he deserves your hate. Okay. So the, the, the takeaway is just send hate mail. Yes. Cyberbully. Yeah. So, Always. Yeah. Always yeah. cyberbully fascists. Always. Mm-hmm. Exclusively. 
it doesn't even count as bullying. It's just yep. doing the Lord's work, essentially. Yep. A cap. Do you want to know what it felt like to throw a, to throw a brick at Stonewall? Send send hate mail to fascist today. Do we have any questions from the audience? I don't know. Do we? I didn't write any down. Was we didn't write any too? down. Do you, as an audience person, have any questions? <laughs> you know what? We forgot. Oh yeah. Our ad break. Oh. In a world of sensorial bombardment, it's no wonder you can feel overwhelmed. Traditional counseling is often hard to schedule, and it's hard to find someone who really understands what you're going through. That's right. And with protests, petitions, and governments to overthrow, you don't have time to wait in a waiting room. That's why no help is here for you when you just need to hear what you want, or nothing at all. Therapy is a long process, and no one has time to confront their flaws, shortcomings, and microaggressions anymore. No Help is a network of unqualified acquaintances and sliding-scale self-appointed life coaches who will ultimately project their own securities, making you feel like the problem. No Help Registered Trademark is all about the dialectic process, but that's too much work. That's why with No Help Registered Trademark, you can have 24-hour access to an associate who will answer your call and not say a thing. That's right. So if you want to get stuck in an echo chamber of your own design, join No Help Registered Trademark today and see for yourself how millions of people can repress their problems and act like nothing's wrong. No, nohelp.co.au.org. Oh, do we have anything else to say? No, I think we definitely hit our like 30 minute. Uh, no, not really. Like, no like if, honestly, I'm just uh, thinking about <laughs> like uh, pride and like an impending march happening and like the idea of that is very exciting to me. Like, I, I ha did not even think of that as, like, a possibility. But, like, mm -hmm. is that something in the talks, like, in Toronto or something like that? I think it would be nice to start hearing about it, maybe. Uh -huh. And if we don't start hearing about it, I think it'd be nice to start talking about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's happening right now? <laughs> we're projecting it. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, manifesting I it. think there needs to be a, because obviously there isn't going to be a legal pride march or like mm -hmm. an official mm -hmm. pride march. Which gives us all the more room to have a pride march the way we should have been having them. Mm -hmm. so I, want, I want our pride march to turn into Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle. <gasps> oh. Like, I want that for Toronto. Think about like University Avenue, but it's closed to police and it's controlled by like a group of anarchists and there's access to food, water, shelter. And the Taz, the Toronto Autonomous Zone? Yes. Into it. I would fucking love that. And hey, if we're the ignorant ones and we just don't know about where these chats are happening, write in. Mm -hmm. We'd love to Truly. know. Our Twitter. I'm sure our... like, yeah, queer groups on Facebook maybe, but I'm not sure. They might flag those because everything is in surveillance state now. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, true. Yeah. All right, I'm. I'm a little pooped. I think I need a break. Okay, me too. Okay. Smoke break. Okay.